All right, good people, good evening, or good morning, or good afternoon, or whatever, whenever you listen to this. I am Bridget. I am BGRS on Twitter. I also have another podcast called Elvis Presley Boulevard. Uh, look them up. <laughs> um, trying not to be an internet nigga. But anyway, um, I have been told that I should do a podcast about Insecure. Um, how that came about is that I do a, a wrap-up on Monday mornings. Um, after the show has come on and quite a few people have hit me up and they were just like, B, you need to do a podcast. You should do a podcast. And I'm like, uh, I don't know, but, uh, I guess I'm gonna go ahead and do one or test it out or something. Um, just to see how it goes. And if y'all enjoy the, you know, the sound of my voice, I guess. Um, but if you've been watching Insecure, you probably know that we're well into season three. Um, episode three just happened. Um, uh, I don't know what day, but August 26th, that was episode three. Um, and my goal is not to make these very long. I don't want to be long-winded. I am talking by myself, so that can be a little strange. But uh, I'm just going to have fun with it. So, um, just to talk about, you know, the wrap up or just to talk about what has happened thus far. Um, Lawrence is no longer on the show. Uh, I want people to leave Lawrence alone and just let that be. He's not going to be on this season. So we should just kind of leave that alone. Maybe he'll come back next season. Maybe he'll come back at the end of this season. We're not really totally sure. We don't know what they're going to do. But right now, we have not seen him. And it's not out of the ordinary for people in real life to break up. And you never see their ass again. So, let's just kind of let that be. Um, Issa is still working for We Got Y'all. And um, she's has uh, been downgraded from her job. She's taking phone calls now. She's now out in the field. And she's getting on Joanne's nerves. Um, Joanne getting on my nerves. But we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> she's still staying with Daniel. She's also uh, driving Lyft. And uh, let's see. I'm trying not to get into episode three. Uh, she's driving Lyft. Her credit score is fucking terrible. Don't worry about it, girl. I've been there. Not quite as bad as you, girl. But 425, that's pretty bad. So she's trying to get out of Daniel's house. Uh, Daniel is trying to get his producer feet off the ground. Um, I'm really not sure how Daniel is earning money. But I'm guessing he's doing well enough in his producing job where he can have a roof over his head um, and feed Issa and himself. Because you know when Issa made that peanut butter and jelly sandwich in episode two, you know she that wasn't her bread. But anyway, um, so he's trying to do that. And uh, let's see, Miley. Miley is working for the black firm now. She is, uh, she was messing with Dro still. 
She tried to set up her boundaries for Dro, like either we are going to be friends and not have sex, or we're going to be just having sex. But we can't do this uh, girlfriend and boyfriend shit. She's not comfortable. She tried to set her boundaries up. And, of course, Dro, a praying mantis-looking ass, shout out to Nick Jew, uh, just kind of stepped all over them boundaries. But uh, Molly got a key back. And, um, yeah, we didn't see Dro in episode three. I hope that nigga is gone forever. I don't care to see him ever again. And let's see. uh, Tiffany's pregnant. Um, Kelly is funny as hell. (laughs) And I think that's pretty much it so let's just get to episode three uh let's see i can't remember what i said i'm going back to my facebook page if you follow me on facebook you know i've said some of these things but this gives me a little more chance to elaborate so um yeah it started off with Issa and daniel being in the bed together because they're uh, they're in a platonic relationship and they're just not having sex and um, Issa is not comfortable on the couch and Daniel has allowed her to sleep in the bed even though Issa ass is eating hot Cheetos in the bed which is terms for expulsion for me I just can't get down like that I just don't like nobody to eat in my bed I barely like anybody to eat in the back of the house eat in the kitchen and if you're watching TV Get up one of them little trays and eat on one of them little TV trays. Don't eat your snacks in my bed. Anyway, so we really know that Daniel really likes her. And uh, he, well, in the dream sequence, Daniel kisses her. And he's about to, no, he does prefer oral sex on her. <laughs> but that was in the dream sequence and they erased it out and it's not happening. Um anyway, so uh Molly is about to start her new job. Um and we see that Molly is taking her dog Flavor Flav to get a blueberry facial and get his paws uh massaged. Flavor Flav out here living a life. He living a better life than me. A blueberry facial. I just wonder how much all of it costs. And they're in there. They're talking. I'm sorry. Molly and Issa are in there. And they're talking about, um, you know, her starting her new position. And also Molly brings up, you know, what's so great about, you know, living on the couch. Because Issa is talking about possibly taking up that job uh, where she would be the property manager. And um, she was like, everything's going good. You know, maybe I shouldn't take the property manager job. And Molly's like, girl, what's so good about sleeping on the couch? And Issa's like, I ain't sleeping on the couch. And, of course, we all know that this is a bad idea. And, um, yeah, so we just continue on. And Molly starts a new job at the firm, which is an all-black firm. She meets everybody there. And looks like it's going to be all good until she starts to notice a little bit of differences between the job that she previously had 
in the job she has now. Uh, first of all, I do think that was some bullshit for them to store boxes in an office that somebody's already occupied. Like, really? That was rude. Talking about her um, office was the storage. Uh, do did we really have to stick them right in the middle of the door? That was crazy. But it's just other little things that Molly's, Molly is noticing about her job that is already getting on her nerves. And it's not like something that I would be concerned about. She's not taking a pay cut far as we know. They agreed to all the terms that she wanted for her position. But it's like little things that they have, like they have a courier instead of using DocuSign. And it's just, you know, how they run their meetings and just things that she's kind of peeped and it seems to be kind of agitating her. But, I mean, she's only been on the job. I think she was only on the job like a couple of days and she was already complaining about it. And it's like, girl, Molly, Molly being Molly, being bougie as hell, like, come on, girl. I mean, you know, we've all been on a job where, I'm just going to use myself as an example. We've all been on a job where things are different. Like, I've been on a job where, you know, it's it's just prettier and, and, and things are fluffier and you don't just, you know, it's just better and they have a cafeteria and then they had like people to come in and cater the whole freaking uh place that we worked and you know now i work it and we don't have that kind of shit we ain't got no cafeteria we ain't got no ice machine we barely got a doggone um snack machine <laughs> it's like it's like the ghetto compared to where i used to be but i get my checks I get paid, my insurance is pretty goddamn good, so I just, you know, I ain't gonna complain. I, I knew what I was getting into when I got there, but that gives her room to uh, possibly talk to other people about it and make their jobs easier. Like the whole DocuSign, she could probably, you know, um, establish that later, like, I want Molly to calm down. She wants to live in this perfect world and everything be perfect. And it's just not that way. And I'm so glad that them folks called her ass out in that meeting. Like <laughs> she thinks she had her other job. Like girl, calm down. But anyway, um, but I'm so glad that they are exploring that uh, storyline about black women on a job or young black women on a job. Um, because I can totally relate. So while we're here, well, let's get to Issa. Um, her and, um, Frida are, um, recruiting for other people to work at We Got Y'all. And I just wanted y'all to notice that at the top of that picture that they had with the small facts, you have Joanne first and you have Issa second. Now, what kind of shit is that? If Issa has been downgraded on her job, if I feel like they making Issa the token black girl, like it's pretty obvious. Now, like she's out there with Frida trying to help Frida recruit black people. She's the second face on that poster. 
she's actually interviewing another black candidate for the job. Like at first, Joanne didn't want to have anything to do with Issa. Now, Issa is being used, I do believe, to draw in more black people. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I think uh, I think the name of this company is called B Street. I can't remember. That's probably the name of the movie. I don't know the name of that company. But it looks like the kids kind of integrate education and music. And this looks like this is right up Issa's alley. Um, we know Issa has now rapped this season. <laughs> I can't wait till she start rapping. But we'll get to that in a minute. But Issa... Um, takes a great interest in this job and I hope she explores that a little bit further because it seems like something that she would be great at doing and um it seems like she would be passionate about doing it all right let's see um oh well let's get to it so I don't know if anybody else has been on a job, but me speaking as a black woman, and if you're mainly the black woman that works at a a position, you don't see a whole lot of black faces, you always want to get the skinny about how it's like, what it's like to work around other people who are non-black. Like, what kind of microaggressions are you dealing with do you like your job? How long you been here? You always want to get the skinny about what it's like to work there. And I really want to know if Issa told that girl, I can't remember the girl name that they interviewed. Uh, I don't know if she was really honest about it or how honest could she be? You know, she kind of hinted around at it, but I really think it, opened her eyes that she's been on a job for five years and she's feeling unfulfilled um but yeah the girl seemed like she was excited and she was really vibing with Frida she looked like or she sounded like another Frida (laughs) so they might be looking to replace Issa ass so she really need to look into that other uh position at the Beach Street I don't know the name of that junk y'all Excuse me. Uh, But yeah, just thinking about, you know, if you worked in other spaces where there aren't a whole lot of black people, or sometimes if it is a lot of black people, you want to know how long people have been on the job and what's going on. You want to know if what kind of shit you done got yourself into (laughs) when you accept a position. Uh, Let's see. Um... Oh, yeah, uh, Issa went to check out about the property manager job. Um, Even though I think this is probably a terrible idea, I don't know if Issa knows anything about property management at all, but she needs to get out that house. She needs to get away from Daniel. She needs to find her own way, and she needs to hop on Google for that $750 in L.A., is a deal so and even though the apartment you know it wasn't extravagant but it it was 750 and yeah 
But I can't wait to see what that's going to be like next week. Let me see. I don't know how much time I get. Oh, okay. I'm doing pretty good. I'm 16 minutes in. Um, Let's see. We got y'all. Talked about the uh, black girl. Okay. So I'm saving Daniel's ass for last. Because he got on my nerves. And... I don't know. I, I have been off social media. I don't be on Twitter anymore. <laughs> Since uh, Insecure comes on. Because y'all don't know how to act. So I'm not unsure about how everybody feels about Daniel. But I might be on the outside looking in. But I like Daniel and Issa together. And in this second episode. They seemed like they were really getting along. Um, Issa was really being there for Daniel, being a great friend, encouraging him and all of this. And, uh, they just seemed like a perfect pair. Um, and you know, Issa didn't want to take things too far. She just seems like she's exploring herself, but Daniel showed his ass this episode and that made me look at him in a whole different light. Um, first of all, um, Khalil, who went to high school with Daniel is now in a position that Daniel would like to be in. And they want to work with the same artist. I forgot the artist's name who sounds like he just, he spider. That's his name. He just sounds like an idiot. And, um, (laughs) Daniel had came in with his track. Oh, let's start over. Daniel had showed Khalil or, you know, allowed Khalil to listen to his track because he was at Khalil's house. And Khalil was like, you know, that sound cool. But I know Spider like that bass. He like, he like up-tempo stuff. He like, you know, he like a little bit hard. And the track that we heard was nice. But, you know, um, Khalil didn't change his track that much. He changed it a little bit. He had it. He took out a little bit of the instrumentation and added some bass. And that didn't sit well with Daniel. So uh, Daniel took it upon himself when they got to the studio to sh- uh, show Spider the track that he created. Even though Khalil told him, you need to change this because this is what Spider is going to like. He got in the damn studio and let his ego show his ass. Bruh. Really? First of all, Khalil didn't even have to help your ass out. First of all. Second of all, he told you what the artist likes. He's worked with him. He knows what he likes. And true enough, Spider liked both tracks. He really liked both tracks. But you trying to show your ass in front of Khalil like, nigga, I got this. Like, no, no, you don't, Daniel. I need you to come your ass down and play the track that we worked on together. So Daniel fucked that up. He fucked that up real good. And, um, he yeah he fucked that up real good and i'm pretty sure that he and khalil will never work together again he blew his he blew his chance that really pissed me off we so we see now that daniel has an ego problem ah, exhibit a exhibit b they were in 
the laundromat and um Issa was like you know I'm thinking about taking a property manager job it's gonna be 750 you know you don't have to deal with me anymore like Issa is really trying to find her own way and Daniel tried to get in her head a little bit not a lot but a little bit like you know you're gonna be doing a whole lot which is true Issa is going to be doing a lot. She's going to be working the property manager part-time. She's going to be working, doing lift part-time. And she's going to be doing, um, we got y'all, you know, full-time. But Issa's stacking her paper. She'll figure it out. And um, he was just like, you know, you can stay in my crib a little bit longer. See, that's when I knew that Daniel, he has a problem. He has what we call a hero complex. And this is where I pointed out on my Facebook page that he comes to Issa's rescue quite a bit. Like on episode, I mean, in season one, he came to her rescue uh, uh, when her and Lawrence weren't really working out. So he came to her rescue to save her from their relationship. And then when she messed up or she needed somebody to speak to the kids, he came in and he rescued her during that time. True enough, Issa called on his help. I'm, I'm not going to knock that, you know, totally discount that out. But he came to her rescue then. And then thirdly, in season two, she wrecked her car and she called him. And he was glad to help her out, uh, to bring her back home or whatever and help her out when she wrecked the car and had to get a car pulled and he was there for her you know yeah she mm-hmm. then the the last time he allowed her to stay in his place for free so he feels like he needs to save Issa all these times and he couldn't wait to throw this shit back up in her face when she took him to dinner he could not wait for that now i'm not gonna totally blame him Issa has already brought up that the fact that she enjoys that he is there for her and all of that she enjoys that but she also sees that she needs to find her own way and daniel needs to get away from that and then on top of that he gonna apologize and then he gonna try to apologize with his his penis his dick no sir i was so glad that Issa was like nah bruh this don't even feel right this this i can't continue this and she uh it didn't in the episode went off but Daniel has a hero complex and it's fine. I guess, you know, some men want to take care of their woman and make sure that they good. And But uh, it's obvious that Issa doesn't want to do that. So he needs to get out of her way and let her do her own thing. And at the same time, Issa needs to learn that she can't have this codependency with him she needs to let that go they need to grow apart away from that shit she needs to find out who she is as a person she needs to explore this this beach street or whatever the name of that job she needs to explore that further she needs to get her credit together <laughs> and she needs to stack her some paper that's what she needs to do but hopefully 
I don't, it's probably not going to go down like that. Their property manager job probably going to be a freaking nightmare. And I can't wait, especially they done showed the scenes um, from the next episode with the squirrels all in the walls and shit. That's going to be a trip. But I've never heard like a property manager being disinvolved. Hell, our property manager ain't never disinvolved. They got a dog on. They had a dog on cleaning crew, not cleaning crew, but they had people to come by and fix that kind of shit. And the property manager ain't never fixed that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Maybe that's just different in LA. Um, but yeah, I think I've talked long enough. Um, I did good. Twenty four minutes almost 25 minutes um i also think that if you have hbo go or hbo now you're uh, gonna be allowed to watch episode four on fridays so if you have uh, that kind of streaming service you might want to check and see if you're able to watch episode four on fridays instead of waiting to sunday make sure you don't get your ass on social media and tweet about it <laughs> Be polite to your uh, fellow Facebook and Twitter friends. If they don't have those streaming services, they probably don't want to see you tweeting about it. So uh, just wait to Sunday and um, see what everybody else thinks. But I'm probably, ain't no probably, I am going to check for HBO Go because I have that. I have access to it and I will be seeing um, episode four on Friday and i'll see how this goes maybe i'll be back um and y'all can give me some feedback but like i said my name is bridget um i am bgrs on twitter i also have a uh, podcast with three of my other friends it's called elvis Presley boulevard look it up or the epb podcast sorry <laughs> it's been a while since we recorded but it's called the epb podcast you can search for it on um child on itunes and also on podbean if you guys do not have access to itunes and uh this was fun this was quick i got my you know my points out pretty fast and i will holler at y'all on the flip side thanks for listening peace out